Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about loving people today. If you have a chance over the weekend, on our Saturdays, we have the Gary Chapman program talking about the five love languages and just how we can be better um, in our relationships. How can we better show love and communicate that emotion to those who we love? Because sometimes people don't receive the love the way we are hoping that they will based on how we're delivering the form of love, which is a big premises of his book, Five Love Languages. Producer Mike, love. We're talking about that today. Love is in the air. Yes, as it is Global Love Day. Um, I love the book, The Five Love Languages. Do you know what they are? I know of the book. I know of Dr. Gary Chapman, of course, because we play him on air here at Saturdays at 1 o'clock. But uh, no, I don't actually know what they are. Okay, it is acts of service. Okay. Uh, It is uh, verbal affirmations. Okay. It is physical touch. Right. It is, oh, I said acts of service. Oh, gifts, gift giving. Okay. And time spent. Okay, those make sense. They're all very rudimental. So the idea is that you sort of use all of these, no? Well, actually, I'm glad you said that because the reason why we love those romantic comedies or the romance movies is because the main character, the guy who the girl falls in love with, actually demonstrates all five. Oh, okay. Yeah, but generally we only have like one or two that we lean into. Right, and that's why those rom-coms always make it seem like the person you're dating is less than the person on screen. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So we have to kind of round out the way we demonstrate love. Interesting. Yeah. Mine for sure is time spent. Like, if you spend time with me, ugh, I love you. I think mine's probably, what was it, words of affirmation or something? Yeah, yeah. I need I need people to tell me I'm not crazy yeah. or that I'm doing a good job. Yes. I need those uh, constant little affirmations. Yeah. So that's probably mine. See, everyone's different. And then you also will show love in different ways than what you like to receive it. Hmm. Okay. Well, I know I'm not the gift-giving one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not usually good at that. <laughs> I give gifts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, here's a gift card. Yeah. Here's $20 cash. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, there's so many different ways that we can show love to even people that we don't know, uh, to family members. Um, I'm just trying to think of some of the things that have happened. I once had somebody um, do a random act of kindness. And because it's like an act, for me, I I felt loved in that moment. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't don't know if a person buying you a coffee who's in line in front of you, uh, is that love? Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like seen. Yeah, and I think that's a part of that's like a part of I think when you show love, people feel seen. Yeah, and you know they they feel like I matter. Yeah, validated too. Yeah, so let's show love today, and we can do that through random acts of kindness. It's a way of showing love. It's the service component. So random acts of kindness. What do you got? Got a text message here. This is from Matt. He says he always feels loved when his wife has for him first thing in the morning a cup of coffee. She knows. Coffee is my love language. I think I found it. (laughs) There you go. See, we're saving the world one discovery at a time. So I guess I'm going to write this down. For Mike to feel loved, he needs coffee. Okay, perfect. Done. That was easy. I'm Holly Taylor, and maybe listening to worship music is something you do to combat the Sunday scaries to get your heart and mind focused and ready for a fresh new week. 
as a lot of people, an increased number perhaps, dealing with Sunday scaries. Got a text message here at 905-338-1250 from Bert saying that uh, he journals on Sunday nights. Normally, it's a, a great thing to journal. And I love the idea of journaling to get kind of the bad thoughts or the anxieties that you have about the week out there in the journal so it's out of your mind and you can focus on the positive things that your week may bring. Uh, we got another one here talking about having something to look forward to on Sundays. This is from M. Uh, she says, not every Sunday, but most Sundays, I carry on the tradition of the Sunday roast. Ooh, yes. I try always to prepare a nice dinner to sit down with my family and then we do this so that our Sunday dinner is intentional, it's fun, and it helps get rid of some of the Sunday scaries. Getting ready for that uh, fresh start on the Monday with a full stomach of healthy, tasty food. That sounds like a great idea, Em. Thank you so much for texting in today. Maybe there's something you do. Uh, we've had some people say prayer. We've already had journal from Bert. What would you add to that list of how do you combat the Sunday scaries? Lots of ways for you to join us here at Good Company on Joy Radio. Of course, you can go to the radio. <laughs> go to the AM dial, 1250. Also, you can use the My Joy Radio app. You can listen to us on demand. You can also listen to us live, or we are streaming at joyradio.ca. I'm Holly Taylor, and happy National Teachers Appreciation Day. I actually really do enjoy this day because I think teachers play such an integral part, not just in our kids' lives, but in our lives as well. I mean, if you think back to your years in school, you'll remember the teachers that you did not like, but you will also remember the teachers that said something or did something that really changed the way you thought about school or yourself, your potential. I had one of those teachers, he would always say, Oh, Holly, that sounds like a grade seven problem. Yes, he was my grade nine science teacher. If you did not have your textbook, if you did not have a pen, um, it was so frustrating when he would say, oh, you don't have your textbook. That sounds like a grade seven problem, Holly. It, it, <laughs> it almost sounded mean at the time, but in hindsight, I totally get it. I should have been prepared. I had the responsibility to take and you know bring to class what I needed. And that's what it taught me. Always be prepared. And if you are, for some reason, lacking something, get creative. Be a problem solver, not a problem creator. So um, we are celebrating and saluting the teachers that have positively impacted our lives today. If you are a teacher, thank you so much for all you do. Maybe it is a Sunday school teacher. Maybe you're a school teacher. You have such an incredible job. And uh, today, hats off. We honor you. I'm Holly Taylor, and we're talking about knobs in your vehicles, the turning dials, being able to actually physically touch it versus having the touch screens. I'm all about the knobs. Maybe I'm old school, but I think it just it helps when you're driving. You're not as distracted. Your attention can stay better on the road. I'm not alone. Text message here at 905-338-1250 from Tom. He says, yes to the knobs. One of the reasons why I have an older vehicle. But I, I could not do this conversation without my in-house automotive expert. (laughs) 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 Producer Mike, uh, knobs or touch screens in your vehicle? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm all for like, it has to be tactile. You have to be able to to feel it out without 
averting your gaze from the windshield, you know? Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it's too dangerous, right? right? Yeah, you should be able to turn on your air conditioning without hitting the person in front of you. <laughs> that's the hope, because <laughs> that's not the kind of air conditioning we want. <laughs> no, the, the no windshield air conditioning. Yeah, exactly. A little more costly. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay, so yeah, I think a lot of us miss having the tactile element of being able to turn on your music, being able to seek or scan or insert thing that we used to do on our dashboards previously. So I'm curious, are you for the touchscreen or are you for the knobs? Hey, thank you so much for joining me here on Good Company. It's Holly Taylor, and I know there's lots of different choices out there, but that's why you want to be wherever you are so you can find us on your smartphones, your smart speakers, on your laptop, on your, oh yes, radio. How can I forget? Go to the AM dial, tune into 1250, and we are here. So thank you so much for being a part of our conversation. And this one I love because we're going to talk space. It is National Space Day. It's also National Astronaut Day. And so I would be remiss if I did not engage in conversation with producer Mike, who is our space enthusiast. So producer Mike, happy space day. <laughs> Thank you. And and happy space day to you too. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, it's so different. We're broadcasting out of our new studios as we transition. And so it's fun because sometimes I feel like you're in space because I'm in this bubble over here. Yeah, we're a little uh, distanced at the moment, but yeah. uh, we'll see about getting closer in the future. Exactly. So we're in our own form of space, but okay, I'm going to rely on your expertise and I hope you can help me. Okay, we'll see. There is apparently in May a meteor shower. It is called Aquarid? <laughs> You got me beat. I don't know all of these things. I'm going to go with uh, Aquarides. Ooh, okay. Uh, but it's spelled A-Q-U-A-R-I-I-D-S. That's the name of the meteor shower that's going to be happening in early May. Uh, active from April 19th to May 28th, it looks like. Yeah, so circle that date on your calendar. If you're one that likes to look to the skies and count the shooting stars and make a wish, you will be able to make 40 wishes per hour at the peak of it. Wow, that's incredible. So start writing down your wishes. <laughs> If you've never seen a shooting star or a meteor, it's, uh, yeah, get outside. It looks like tomorrow night is going to be the time to do it, uh, between midnight and 4.30 in the morning. That's when it should be peaking. Okay. How does that, it, you know what? That's actually not bad. Wake up early, look for shooting stars, and then it's going to be the coronation for King Charles III. Beautiful. Look at that's that. That's at 4.30 a.m. It's a full day. You're welcome, guys. We've just planned your entire weekend. You can but... take the Friday off now. <laughs> Right? Go home now. Go to bed. <laughs> All right, producer Mike, thank you so much. Uh, shooting stars, yes, will be in the skies tomorrow night.